and it happened when I was at work. Mm-hmm. You know, I do pest control. Yeah. And, yeah you know, yeah. and I was at this house, stories. and I was getting skipped out. You know, <laughs> and 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 I was really freaking out at this place. And then when I went into the living room, because I was in the back part of the house, work was like the bedrooms, nobody was there. I went into the living room, and uh, and the lady had said that uh, somebody had died there like the week before, wow. like in a tragic, wow. horrible way. Yikes. And then I was like, because <laughs> I went up in the attic, man, and I was getting so bugged out up there. Like I was like freaking out. Like bugged out as a pest control? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, it's like. Did they thing. give you details as far as you know what? Oh, I know what happened. I just don't want to say in oh, a, a recording type oh, right, setting right, right. because it's was it where you were in the house? Yeah. Oh, I went. I went. I went where this stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and and like I said, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's humans. Like a human spirit is right. stuck here, but we as humans. We have like a spiritual part, but then we always have like a physical, and there's all this energy. So who's to say that maybe something has to do with all the energy that we have in this body doesn't get stuck somewhere? Yeah, that or when our energy leaves, it can leave a portal, you know, an opening of some kind. Especially if it's tragic, like you're talking about, and if it's really bad or negative, it could open up a larger portal that something nasty. And I wonder if it has to do with the people that are left behind too. Physical injury. Right, like if the people that are left behind when somebody dies in such a tragic way, they have all this sorrow and all this like unknowing, like this was like a sudden thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're also feeding into this energy with their energy and then this other energy. And, and this all mixes together. Yeah. And it maybe can just stay there for a long time. Like, like energy clusterfuck. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I just... We're kind of working on a theory as well of like a frequency type of deal. If you look at the energy that, that we have being on the full spectrum scale, and at one end, people are super sensitive, and they can walk into a house and pick up on stuff instantly. They can be touched, poke, scratched. They get all of it. At the other end is probably where me and John are, where we go into a place and nothing happens. We went to the Black Swan end. And out in the milk barn where Sebastian and Heinrich are two known entities, Sebastian's supposed to be a little nasty guy, right? He doesn't like guys in his milk barn. Uh, I'm going to let that slide. But he, he's real aggressive. He'll punch people. He'll scratch them. He's chased Marines out. The Kling brothers, you know, the two yeah, yeah. from Ghost Lab? Right, these are big old boys, right? He punched one in the gut, dropped him to his knees, and then grabbed the other one, I think, like, by the back of the head. This is reported by them. And... Uh, so we go to the milk barn. We spend, you know, several hours in there at night in the dark, cut all the lights, the whole nine yards. He falls asleep on the couch, and I'm walking around going, uh, where are you at, Sebastian? All right, from now on, when anybody comes in this milk barn, you're going to have to say, welcome to Shaggy's Milk Barn. How may I help you? Because I was like, you didn't come out? Because I actually, I put the call out to him when I walked in there. And a lot would say this is kind of stupid, but this is who I am. I went in there, and I said, you know, if you could punch the Kling Brothers... I probably weigh a quarter of what those guys do. You could probably pick me up, throw me across the room. You have my permission. Nothing. So would that feel, fulfill your desire to have that sort <laughs> of experience? As long as I got it on film. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the camera's rolling. 
He would be like one of those anime characters that just gets hit and then flies for like two miles and then lands. And he goes, totally worth it. Because I'm just, yeah, exactly. I regret nothing. I mean, does it does it actually happen? You well, know, I feel like, like it's it. energy, and they're having to use this energy and expel this energy to, to manip- manipulate things, talk, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think these locations that are just overly investigated, do you think that they lose, you know, this energy? I mean, these spirits are trying to work on command all the time. Right. But it has to do with our frequency as well. Right. And some people, like those guys, can be physically attacked and scratched. And us, you know, Sebastian's screaming in my face, but I'm on a different frequency. My my station's tuned to a different dial, so I can't hear him, and he can't interact with me. Because, like, I went to that jail, and um, just now it's kind of getting more recognition in the, in the field but right. uh, beforehand it's, it's not it's not too popular just yet and I went and um, I stayed there for a week completely alone Sweet. and even the first day stuff was happening you, you can't walk around without hearing footsteps and things banging and stuff so oh. that place was like super active and I was wondering maybe because it's just not overly investigated you know these spirits like they don't have a lot of messages to tell them oh, they're not tapped out or whatever. right right now you you say you stayed there for a whole week. I mean, I you week. say you stayed there for a whole week. You didn't leave at all. No one. The people brought you meals. I mean, I, I had my own food. My uh, I work at Nutrisystem. So lost a little bit of weight. Lost a little bit of weight while I was there. Too. <laughs> but uh, between the sweat and the, and the weight, no, I didn't leave. Uh, luckily, they have uh, restrooms there. That was going to be my next question. Yeah, they have restrooms <laughs> there. They have restrooms there. Um, I had a cot to sleep on. No wow. bad. Yeah, yeah. No Yorktown bedrooms. <laughs> they had a little break room, everything. It was, it's a cool little but perfect place to stay wow. that, for that long of time. Yeah, we have a story like that at Yorktown. What happens at Yorktown stays at Yorktown. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have bathrooms there either. <laughs> no, they don't. They have off the roof but they have a lot of bedpans. Things people don't think about when it comes to investigating places like this, mm-hmm. when there's no power and there's no plumbing. <laughs> yep. Mmm. <laughs> it's it's hard, especially yeah. in Texas when it's so hot all the time. All yeah. the places in that location are closed. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. You got no, no bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that was an experience. Oh, wow. Um. Yoakum though, Yoakum has a little safe room, doesn't it, with like power? Yeah, they have a little safe room with uh, AC and stuff, and uh, it's funny because we were, we were in there, we were taking a break, we just kind of sit around enjoying the AC for a little bit, and we just hear like, boom, on the one of the windows, because it's like a room inside of the whole hospital, so there's windows on it, and you yeah. just hear like, boom, we're like, what the heck was that, so we all run up and get out and check it, nothing. That place was cool, we didn't come away with too much audio or visual more right. of my experience, ghost story. Right, right. But um, it's a cool place. I think y'all should definitely check it out. Now, do they have a bathroom there? Or? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. All right. They have a third floor that is completely, I mean, that thing was nasty. Bad, bad. But at least they have an air conditioned room when you have to use a bedpan. I gotta say, I thought it was funny whenever you saw the people moving into that house. And just going, go Opportunity! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw them moving in, and uh, I was like, let's just go ask these people, because we went across the street to ask them. But we, we found out later that the locals don't like that it's there. Which, I don't know why all these look like a Yorktown. They don't like the there. building, <laughs> or they don't like the fact that people like us, I, us I freaks, come in there I, and investigate. <laughs> you go to Yorktown, and they have the Dairy Queen down the street. And you walk in and all the old people are over there playing face 10 and you walk in and they stare at you and they give you the, 
the most menacing look. You're like, they know why you're there, you know? Right. They're like, Outsiders! See, that wouldn't work for us, though, because we get that kind of stare everywhere we go. Uh, could be the hair color. You know. Wow. But, yeah, we went across the street, nobody answered, and then, um, yeah, they were just moving in, and we were like, let's ask them. Luckily, the lady said, oh, I'm moving there because I like that. It's there. So she was real cool about it. You know, open to it. That's cool. Hmm. All right. Well, um. What would y'all say of, of all the, how many places have y'all investigated? You look at different places y'all gone to. Like actual, let's see, there's one, Outside of cemeteries. <laughs> no, we haven't gone to any cemeteries actually. We've been to like three, we've been to like three places. Yeah, I've been to cemeteries, and we've been to, uh, we've been to so many cemeteries, right over here. we call it cemetery we, We've got a phrase for it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Free evidence. Burning out. <laughs> Do you recommend cemeteries? Yeah. Well, yeah. My, my friend... Uh, Martha Chapman. <laughs> 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 a friend of mine passed away when I was in fifth grade. He was 12 years old. He oh, died of gyrocoxemia. So they had to amputate both arms and both legs, and he didn't... They couldn't afford to keep him on life support. So I had been talking to Shaggy. I was like, I know he's married somewhere in Baytown. Gotta go and see him. And then, for like a whole year, I just kept thinking about him. I was like... I need to go see him. I need to go see him. And then I had this dream that my counselor or somebody from the elementary school that we were in, her name was uh, Miss Nichols or Miss Nicolini, something like that. She came up to my job in my dream and she was like, have you gone and seen Travis yet? And I was like, no, but he's like, here in Baytown. She goes, yeah, he's buried right up down the road, you know, and she pointed in the direction. And so I started looking him up and I was like, well, yeah, he's buried up the road. I need to go and see him. And wow. so we did, and we had that uh, ghost well, box. First, first we get there, and there's no, you know, like a lot of cemeteries you go to, there's like yeah. uh, a directory room of some kind where you can go in and go, oh, okay, you know, this is a, no, they had nothing. So we had to go row by row looking for plot, this room. Plot, like, plot, uh, yeah, yeah, for, we finally find it, and we're doing the ghost box setup, like I said, we had when we run. Do you run a ghost box? Mm-hmm. Okay. John came up with a design where it's two ghost box. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but we, we, we scan them in different directions. They're both being fed into a digital recorder, so it's not, there's no outside interference. Right? Okay. okay. Then another digital recorder is picking up our audio, and then we, we synchronize them together so you can hear the questions and the responses. Okay. And got, got that, that system running, and we're in the cemetery. We finally find where, where his uh, friend was buried, and I told him, well, you know, you know him, go ahead and, and do a session. Ask him questions, you know, that, that only he would know, that, that you know about. And yeah, I'm listening to it, but I mean, you know, it's just flying by so fast, you don't get hardly anything yeah. until you listen to it in review. He told me, now he didn't, and I think at the time you might have told me what I did. what the toy was, was back, yeah. but by the time I got around to editing this footage, I completely forgot about it. But he apparently had like his favorite stuffed animal that he brought with him to school one day he showed it to him and it was like, I, I can't remember what he said it was. Yeah, I mean, he was talking about it for a while. Yeah, I mean, I, I know yeah, what yeah. kind of stuff you know, it was, but I don't remember what, what you said he called it, what the name it was. But you were asking, you know, what's the name of whatever it was or can you tell me you know, what type of animal it was? And some, some space goes by. And, and I'm, when I'm listening to it, you know, back and I'm out here, 
koala come across the ghost box. I'm like, what the heck is koala? What does that got to do with anything? And then he goes, well, yeah, what the hell is a koala bear? What? Dude, clear as day, koala. Wow. And I'm like, that that was another one of our favorite responses. That we and, and, and if it was one or two, yeah, all right, you could maybe chalk it up. But when you're talking about two spirit boxes scanning different directions, and you're getting not just coherent words, but you're getting full-on sentences that not only make sense as a sentence, it's not just you know four or five words that don't make any sense, it's a full sentence that also pertains to you and your surroundings and what you're doing, then it's like, come on, man. <laughs> it, it, to me, it just, I, I, I believe there's something to that. Yeah. I mean, we were at, uh, what was that, the old cemetery off of 1960, um, the Evil Overpass, 1960? Yeah. There's a, there's a cemetery that apparently um, it was it was it was an African American cemetery that they uprooted everybody and moved them over to make way for the railroad. Yeah, real nice people here, and <laughs> a lot of the the gravestones are unmarked and it was back off in a wooded area. Now they've cleared it all out since. They just then. had a bunch of like those um, hammer in states, the metal one, the green oh, wow. ones with like the yeah. white on the top. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't even know where everybody was and whatnot. Well, apparently years ago that that used to be like a. Uh, a sawmill, or what did Huck say it was? He did the research on it. It was some kind of a mill of some mill. kind. Yeah, I want to and, say he said sawmill. I, yeah. I didn't look it up. And they would have dealt with salt block. Whatever they did there, they would have used salt block, is what he said. I had no idea. I don't know nothing about it. But I got a ghost box response that said, 40 pounds salt block is heavy. Did you work at the sawmill? Explain that with the stations that are scanning so fast to get a full sentence. Come on. I kind of have a theory about ghost boxes. I'm not like the most technology, you know, I'm not so, I don't know how to build them or anything. I'm, I'm not like that. But right. just from like using different ghost boxes, like I've used like custom ghost boxes, like where um, you have like a Andy's box and mm -hmm. just all these different ghost boxes. Then you have the SB7. Right. I feel like I've noticed for some reason with the SB7, I get more communication with spirits that are at the location that you're at. That makes sense. Now with these custom boxes, you can be anywhere. You can be in a porta potty outside, and you, yeah. you can get <laughs> stuff that that's coherent, makes complete sense to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because maybe the SP7 is designed to kind of cancel out. Uh, you're, you're, it's more designed to pick up just the white noise mm -hmm. than just the radio stations. And these mm -hmm. uh, custom boxes are just they're designed to scan through. Where they pick up the stations as well, as right. they, you know, they can manipulate the words and stuff. Those are sweet, boy. They, oh, that was awesome. I have like the coolest. Oh yeah, awesome, I, have, I, know, I have a cool response that I got with one. Really? So, because um, I've, I've been to that jail a couple times, mm -hmm. and um, the first time I went to go check it out with, I went with the property manager named Deborah. And we were outside, and uh, she turned it on. She had an Andy's box, and we were we were playing it. And uh, it's funny because we were speaking to obviously a very uh, cultural African American guy. <laughs> I guess that's the best PC way I could put it. <laughs> right, right. He was ghetto, okay? He was ghetto. <laughs> and you can just tell in the way he articulated his sentences and talked and stuff like that. Right. And um, it was funny, we were, we were kind of picking on somebody that we know, and we said, You should drop a house on him. And the guy was like, For real? And it's just like the craziest response I've ever had. I have it on my, on my phone, on my record, I'll show y'all later. Wow. But um, it just. It's it's weird, but I, I think that something has something to do with SP7. You can pick up what's there. 
and then with the ghost boxes, with those custom boxes, you're kind of tapping into wherever they're at. Mm -hmm. that so, sense. so you're saying the SB7 makes more white noise? Yeah, like because like I have the newest SB7, and it's pure white noise. It counts you got the 11? No, the SB7, the third version. I have yeah. a second and a third version. Yeah, I could be more. I could be more down with that. I mean, I'm not really. I haven't messed with those boxes. That's one thing I'm interested in doing here tonight. Is kind of seeing about those. Oh, absolutely. Oh, um, look at that. They one thing that's at all. That's all they do is ghost boxing because you can do it anywhere, and yeah. man, you get some cool stuff. One thing that happened when I was a kid is that, and, and you have to think, when I was a teenager, there was no ghost hunters. There was none of these right. television shows. And somewhere I read or something about recording white noise to have a ghost talk to you or whatever. So I was playing Super Nintendo and put my radio, my <laughs> I put my stereo just on a white on a, on, a, on you know fuzz station uh -huh. and I recorded it. And it got done. I flipped it over, recorded again, and then I was still playing. So then I, I listened back. The first side I got nothing. On the second side of the tape. There was one spot where I picked up something, and it, it was a voice, but I couldn't make out what it said. It was too garbled. It, it was a deep voice, and then, and then that was the only thing I caught out of anything. But it was, to me, it was like, oh, I got something. Got something yeah. yeah. And I wish I still had that tape. I don't know where it is. It was, it's probably like, my mom's. I don't want to sound like I know what I'm talking about. Just based <laughs> off of what I've, what I've caught and stuff, it's like, wow, the SB7, it's like I've caught stuff. You know, we're, at, we're looking for a certain spirit or, you know, entity, and that comes through. And um, I, I think it has something to do with how it's designed to cancel out the radio stations where it's just picking up white noise. Hmm. Well, see, we've, we've discussed that, too. We don't know if it's the white noise or they're using what's within the stations itself. See, in the custom boxes, they you, you use what's the, you know, they manipulate the words. And... Um, I'm wondering if that has something to do with tapping into wherever they're at. I don't know. It's, it's so weird. Yeah, there, like there's was, so many questions we don't even know. <laughs> like I was telling them earlier that we caught some really good ones here. Uh, I, you know, I love whenever your nickname comes across. And I got one. We left one room, and I was like, you're going to come with us in here? We went out in the hallway, and I get one that says, where'd you go, Shaggy? <laughs> and and, and the, the, the SB7 has that kind of robotic sound. sound like, uh, yeah. Feel yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we were in a different room. I want to say we were upstairs in the um, where the uh, little table is, the seance room area, I think. And we're asking questions again. I'm the only one that can hear it. And I said, uh, "Can you say J Lo?" Because I was asking to say his name, and I thought I heard J Lo. I was like, "What?" I thought I heard it say J Lo, and I said, "No, am I tripping?" And it said, you're not tripping. And it said tripping <laughs> just like I did with the slang and everything. That's funny. Now, I didn't hear it at the time. I had to hear it when I played yeah. back. I was like, what? <laughs> you messing with me. You know, so I, I don't know. I just know that we've gotten some crazy responses that I can't, you know, I can't that, explain. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, you went to this to this kid's grave and got koala. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty, like, yeah. straightforward, but then you say you still don't believe in ghosts, so it's yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was saying that I believe that something is interacting with us. Right. I just can't say that it's it's ghost, and then what exactly is a ghost? Right. You know, what, what we're told a ghost is the spirit of a departed loving. Right. I don't see the evidence for that, per se, but... Something's interacting. That's very. That's that's like strange though, because when you think about how long ago that that kid.
kid passed away, right. and and then that time period for you to get that response. Yeah. There's you know. a huge resistance. Yeah, because if it wasn't him, then was something, it just a coincidence something. response, or was it somebody else? Oh, something it, else that's pretty specific. specific. <laughs> well, when you do think about those kind of spiritual things, like we, I was talking to someone about this yesterday. It's like they don't, they don't have to abide by the same kind of timeline we do. No. So to them, time's nothing. To them, right. you know. So I think you know, like I think then the Bible referred to them as familiar spirits, and could that be a reference to they're familiar because they can say things like koala or other things that would be familiar to us? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. It's just like it's like why would they do that? It's like, deep. You know, like it, I guess it's like we can't we can't think about it that way. But I'm just like, what did they get out of that? Like it's not really that. Yeah, yeah I see. I mean, the same. I mean, my parents, you know, again, very religious, and I shouldn't be doing this because it's all demons. Yeah. Across the board. That's how demons. Uh, Elzar's on our team, and that's how he is too. And I'm like, so why? <laughs> I how, bored, yeah. how bored are demons if that's the best thing from over? Right, right. They can be waiting around a cemetery for us to show up there and go, oh, oh, you know, I'm like, uh, what? Well, you really not need to sell this. Well, they are the bad kids, you know, so. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. The problems aren't as cuddly as you think they are. <laughs> they really are savage. They will, they will jack you up. Okay. That's just because they're not high at that point when they're 19, they're eucalyptus. <laughs> yeah, I wish boys host was here because this boy was raised in a, uh, let's see, his parents, he was raised by his grandparents, so they real old school, and he's my age, and they lived in a house that had used to be a, uh, was it a mortuary, or no, uh, what is it called? What's crematorium? Well, it's the place where they where they take the dead bodies. And bombing? And, yeah, and they have to. Is it a mortuary? No. Yeah. So he lived in a house where that took place. A lot of dead bodies went oh, to yeah. that place. And he saw all kinds of things. And his parents, you know, his grandparents, they saw a lot of stuff. But they were like real old school. And the way his his room was was similar to what you were describing yours, but he could see at an angle into his grandparents' room, or his parents' room. And he saw a big dark shadow of you know, a man shape standing at the door at one time. And he was like, Mom, what, what is that? And, and and she's all like, you know, oh, so and so, he's he's seen my haint. They call it a haint. I have no idea what it is. It sounds terrifying. But right, you know, but that you know, he's out. Like, his dad or grandpa was like, just go to bed, boy. He won't bother you. Nobody haint won't bother you. And they just go to sleep. And leave it alone. Right. Oh, that that, that, that ain't happening. You know, appreciate that much. I'm gonna be under my bed like a day. He tells another story where he was 14 and he's in the house by himself. They're going on a date or something, and he's sitting there watching movies or whatever. And he said it sounded like the best way he could describe the noise was like somebody went into the kitchen, opened all the cabinets, put their hands behind all the dishes, and pulled them out so they all hit the floor at the same time. Just the sound of glass breaking. He levitated and he flew out the front door oh. about the time they got back. And he's freaking out and telling his parents what happened. They come in and it's like, what are you talking about, boy? There's nothing wrong here. Nothing. Nothing was broke. Nothing was moved. Wow. So, See, it's funny because, like you said, you know, you grew up in a Christian home. We're like, nah. Mine's the opposite. My mom's like, she's more open. I She's open to the stuff, and like my grandma was really like into what do you call it? It wasn't like witchcraft or anything. It was just like wives' tales and like superstitions and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
there was a time whenever my grandma was here, because they lived in Illinois, and she came down, and before they came down, she had talked to my mom, and my mom was like, hey, <clears throat> when your grandma's here, you got to spend some time with her because she needs to tell you some stuff that you have to tell me. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? She's like, she needs to tell you some stuff to tell me. She has a lot of important things that she needs to tell me, but she has to tell you. And I'm like, why does she have to tell me? She's like, well, because she can't tell a female. She has to tell a male, then you have to tell me. And I'm like, oh. And then it was like, and it was like stuff like. A little superstitious stuff. Yeah, and then like when she, she set me down, she's like. When you get a wart, you get a bean and you rub it on there and then you got to take it out like 20 feet from the house and bury it and make sure it's, you know, the black part. And, you know, she was just telling me all this kind of stuff like that. So which way? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, and it was, well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, is this witch stuff or what's going on here, you know? But, uh, so yeah, so then I told my mom and she was like, I already know all this stuff. And I was like. Well, that's what she told me to tell. <laughs> so you know, so you know, they believed in some some stuff. Of course, they they lived like out in the sticks, you mm-hmm. know. And my grandma was like one of a thousand kids or something like that, you know. So wow. they had a lot of, a lot of kids. They mm-hmm. lived in this house, like big farmhouse that had like secret passages and stuff like that Sweet. because. It would get raided by the Native Americans back when it was built and stuff. You know, not so, sweet. Yeah, <laughs> not sweet. I don't retract that. But you know, there's like, oh, and, and my there's an episode of Mysterious Boom. I think it's like number three, and it's where I just I set up my recorder in my mom's kitchen and just let her and my aunt Mo start talking. Oh, man, sweet. you gotta listen to that one. Yeah, That's yeah. episode three. Check that one out because okay. you'll hear some stuff. You're just like. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember whenever I was younger, um, my my real family there, because I say real because I'm adopted, but my real family, they're like, uh, they're Mexican and they're from Mexico and stuff, so all my friends that I grew up with, they were all Mexican too. And man, Mexican, no, no fist, you're having some weird shit. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is about Mexico, but like, that place is like, like there's so many stories and... I mean, of course, yeah. like the famous ones like La Llorona, and you got all the stories, yeah. and they're into all this crazy stuff. <laughs> they call and it I remember Bruja or whatever is that? Yeah, so witch, witch, and there's yeah. something yeah. with some scissors, and you have to do. Yeah. There's there's some weird, this weird stuff. I remember one time uh, we came home, and my uh, my mom was dating this guy who's Mexican, and he had a friend, and we went to we went to their house, and they got out of the truck, and we all were walking to the front door, and he's like, fuck, fuck, just screaming, fuck, and we're like, what's what's wrong, man? What's going on? His name was Frankie, and he was like, look, and there was like cracked eggs on his uh, porch, and he was freaking out, and he said that somebody was like putting a spell on like... Yeah, the, the, the egg, the egg take, uh, I remember that the egg is, uh, if something bad happens to you, like if you're sick or something, say you put it underneath your bed, and if it's, if it's fine at the end, you uh, it, it, uh, it draws the, uh, uh, the sickness from you. Wow. Okay, so like if it's, if it's spoiled... And, it, and you open it up, and it's like, it's a, uh, it, whatever, it's all gross and shit inside, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're okay. But if some, if there's another part, if it turns black, then it's something totally different. Wow. Yeah, they, there's so many things. So, witchcraft. The egg. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what you do, you do a prayer over the egg as you, as you do it. Wow. Yeah, and my, uh, my grandma used to do it, but, but, uh, 
what was it? Uh, Gerardo. Gerardo's uh, mom did that to him when he was sick. He was like really sick, and she, she put it underneath his bed. He's like, "Mom, don't do that." And she was like, she, she, was, she was just doing. She was, didn't care what he said. Just put it underneath his bed, and he's like. It makes you wonder where those superstitions originate yeah. from. Yeah. Now that he says that, I remember I've seen before, like in movies or something. I can't remember. Like they rub the egg on them, like when they're. It's, it's where the it's where it hurts or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, like rub an egg on it, them. If if, if your chest hurts, you rub it on on your chest, and you, from there you do the prayer. You sit in your bed, and when you basically it draws whatever else is left underneath, and then from there you take it out, and you I think you're supposed to bury it. That's why it doesn't escape. <laughs> so but if it turns black on the outside, it's like, yeah, we trapped the evil, yeah. But it opens like confetti egg. <laughs> it's probably Easter then. It's probably Easter. And then wash it down with the snake oil. You know, that's tequila. Ah. The snake venom. Yes. Okay, that's how that works. But yeah, I don't remember my grandma. But she's, she, like, she's old school and she usually would do it too, but. Um, she kind of like upgraded and then just did alcohol for everything. Rugged okay. alcohol. I am evil. I just, ah, oh, you got these things. Ah, ah, I'm gonna Oh, you cut yourself. No! Alcohol! Grandma, I will be fine. No. She uh, do it. It's funny, but like, just, I am evil. Oh, you gotta be careful. I'm like, Grandma, I am fine. I have a huge gash on my, on my leg or whatever, and then like, I'm like, oh, just walk away. I'll be limping. I'll be totally serious. serious. I'm being totally serious. Superstitious stories. We didn't that, do none of that. Oh man, we were Irish. He was walking off. <laughs> walking off, boy. <laughs> it's not home, boy. Suck it out. <laughs> well, want to break off and do some investigating now? And uh, if y'all want, I got some waters in the freezer that have been cooling off for a while. So okay, cool. I know it has been a little warm here. Before we do that, yes. you, you, kept, you kept mentioning like witchcraft, witchcraft. I mean, there's people that practice it. I wonder if they've kind of got things stirred up too with all of it. Well, that's possible. I mean, now you also have, like you were talking about wicking. Now that's different from witchcraft, you know the yeah. classic witchcraft. So, right. You know, I mean, where does that originate from, you know, the actual witchcraft? Now, what are they actually doing, and how does that differ from devil worship and then Satanism? Because those are all different things. Devil worship is different from Satanism. It's yeah. different from Luciferianism. They're all different little... I mean, I wonder if there's people that are pulling this stuff to happen, pulling some kind of energy oh, from, you know, like they're practicing these different things. Even, even not even witchcraft, but if people are, like, somehow pulling stuff. That's like that's like our guy Kel. He was like, I don't, I don't think demons are from outer space. I think maybe they're from a different dimension. You know, right, I mean, right. What if that's? I don't well, know yeah, that. same thing as like extraterrestrials. You know, I, right. I subscribe more to the interdimensional beings. You know, like you have like we're terrestrial beings. They got extraterrestrial. I think we're dealing with ultra terrestrial, which is going to be interdimensional beings. You know, they're not from around here. You know, big time because. These these entities, I don't know if you've got much in talking about those, but they the way they, they just pop in and out, you know, and, and I think we're dealing with, with things that are on a higher dimensional plane of existence than we are, you know. Yeah. And that could explain a lot of it too, because another thing we're trying to work on is a, a paranormal unified field theory, which would suggest that all this stuff 
is related from ghosts, demons, aliens, Bigfoot, I mean, all that stuff is related somehow. We just hadn't figured out how to connect. But I think there's something to that because there's too many cases of like, you know, Bigfoot sightings where people also saw a UFO. But yeah. if you go to the, you know, the crypto hunter and you tell him your story about a Sasquatch and you say, yeah, I never these lights. I want to hear about no lights. I want to hear about the Bigfoot and that's it. And it's the reverse. You know, right, you tell right. the UFO guys, and I saw this big hairy man. That was, I don't want to hear about your dad. Leave him out of the story. <laughs> you know, they don't want. They don't want to interact with each other. They're adamantly opposed, and right. I think that's probably a mistake. What if Bigfoot was just cruising around in a UFO? Huh? I mean, no, I don't think anybody ever goes around like, yo, you know, it could be ET's you know, pet. It's, 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 like, it's, like, it's like a couple white guys, a couple Mexican dudes, a couple black guys just hanging out all together. You know, it's just you got aliens, Sasquatch, and you got you know whatever else. You got the chupacabra, right? Yeah. And they're all hanging out, they crash landing because they got drunk. Could Maybe be I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he probably is. Or this is just one huge giant computer simulation. The Matrix glitch on us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were chilling yeah. out and like all of a sudden like just lights just start flickering all over the place. And so that's what we call just like the glitch. The, the, there's the, a glitch the, in the Matrix. Yeah. And like it's, things would just shut down and just turn back on. Glitch none in the Matrix. Us, none of us are real. We're all just We're just chilling. Today I was watching a panel discussion of like some of the top scientists like Noah Grass Tyson was there and there were some other actual physicists and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's scary because they can't disprove it. So right. I mean, it's yeah. like, and a lot of them believe that it is. Right. It's, it's weird. And like, these are like the smartest people that exactly. this guy, he um, he was taking, somehow he, he was looking at some particles from, from space or something, I can't remember. And he was like looking at them and he noticed that there was a binary code written in them right. that has to do with uh, computer software to fix, cor- to, to correct, uh, correct things and like right. computer software and stuff. And uh, he saw it, it was zeros and ones right. in right. a particle. Yeah. Rup, rup, rup. <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. That's really creepy. How do you explain that? Yeah. That's yeah. a whole different podcast. We'll say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's figure it out. Let's go find some of these interdimensional beings. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Are y'all hungry? Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you All right. Let's go find something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> killing me because I'm so hungry. I would, I would like to ask though. You know, since we're all here for the same thing, when y'all go home, were y'all able to turn it off? Hey, did y'all just flush something in there trying to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm off the whole investigation thing. Just don't even think about it. <sighs> I wish. Or do you bring stuff home with you? Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. When I go home, I shut it off. I don't think about it at all. It just happens. It's just gone. Really? I mean, I kind of go home and talk to him about talk to him with a wife, you know, and tell her what yeah. happened. But I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> It was all in your mind.